Aren't you thankful for the presence of God? You know, I've, I've noticed this morning that, uh, first of all, um, Jesus is victorious. Amen. He is. And there has been a spiritual battle that uh, you ever have those spiritual battles you just didn't see coming? It's just it's kind of kind of a little bit of tension today in that area. But here's what I know that we are victorious through Jesus Christ. There's just been little things this morning. Dean was talking about it yesterday. Wow, unbelievable. Um, the song that uh, Doug led us in, This Is How I Fight My... We've done that song. Allison introduced that song to us while we were at convention uh, two weeks ago. Uh, Kyle and Lisa, who were leading worship, uh, introduced us to the verses, and so we were able to bring those in today. And it talks about the blood of Jesus, and of course, that's how we overcome is through that. And we stand today, even though there's been these little things, we stand victorious today. You know, we had, we had two videos we were going to show. We're going to try it again here in just a minute, okay? We had two videos ready to go, and then after I tried them out this morning, we came in, and the computer did a self-update uh, type of thing. You know, they don't give you any warning. They just kind of do that from time to time. And so now the videos won't play because of that update. And we're like, oh, we're going to try it anyway. We're just going to see what happens. But there's been these little, today after church, you know, this afternoon, there's, there's a battle that's going on in Homestead with NASCAR. You know, I mean, <laughs> you've got all the... <laughs> Team Joey in the house. <laughs> Team Joey's in the house. Yeah. Team Kevin Harvick in the house. Yeah, we got a few of those going on. Uh, Kyle Bush, <laughs> Martin Truex, right? Who 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 lives in Race City, USA, and you don't really care? You know, we have all these. <laughs> but there's battle. There's battle that's going on today. We're going to conclude our message um, talking about discovering who the Holy Spirit is, and so um, I want us to. Matter of fact, guys, if you want to have Doug and a couple other guys, Dean maybe. Dean's a pretty strong guy. Wyatt could help. Uh, we have this handout that's going for our last uh, installment in this particular series of Discovering the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, this battle has been going on all week, and it's been kind of under the surface. It's just, it's just kind of been there, hardly recognizable. Uh, Monday, I, I always like to prepare for Sunday. Well, you know, I go through my sermon series well in advance, but, but the final preparations happen usually Monday or Tuesday. And so Monday, I began, pre began preparing, and I started taking notes, and I was writing things down, and I was listening and going over some of David Platt's information, where this is coming from, and it just did not, it was not working. It just, it was not. So I set it aside and I started to do some other things and I came back to it Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday morning, uh, I decided to change my environment. So I wasn't here at the office Tuesday morning after the Panera Bread, um, took Nathan to work and I went to um, Chick-fil-A because you hear from God at Chick-fil-A. If you don't hear from God at Chick-fil-A, oh my word, there's something wrong. So I went to Chick-fil-A and I got my sweet tea and my chicken minis. Oh, I mean, there's about to be a revival right there. <laughs> I logged into the internet, and I had my book spread out there on the table, and I started listening, and even with chicken minis, it wasn't happening. You know, I just, it was not working. And I sensed the Holy Spirit say, David, I want to direct you here. Will you just shut your mind down for a moment, and let me show you what I want to show you. And so we're concluding this series today. There's a few things that we're going to talk about that concludes it out. And, and we're going to pray that this video works. If it doesn't, I'll talk you through it. Come back second service because we're going to try some things to get it working. You can come for both services, by the way, if you want. That's totally, yeah, right? But as this whole series 
the, the, the point of this has been this quote, the greatest hindrance to the advancement of the glory of God in the world today is the attempt of the church of God to do the work of God without the power of the Spirit of God. I could have brought the message that was laid out, and I don't think, now God honors His Word, absolutely. But I think that there's something, I want you to be expectant of what's being brought today, okay? Because there is something that the Holy Spirit wanted to speak today. I don't want to preach messages. I don't want to live this life. I don't want you to go out and preach the gospel with your life without the power of the Holy Spirit working through. And I don't think you do either. Uh, I know you well enough to think that, that you don't want to do that either. Church, people are fighting battles right now, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You know, you, you heard the email, Miss Joe, who's sick, Nora, who just having a time with her knee, Debbie, Jimmy, all, all kinds of people who are just really struggling right now. But we are overcomers because of the blood of Jesus Christ. This week we celebrate Thanksgiving. And this week we reflect back on all the goodness of God. The verse that came to my mind today as I was, you know, I did my reading this morning. We were closing out 2 Corinthians on Wednesday nights as well as in our reading today. And, um, and I was looking, Lord, what is it that you're speaking through this today? And he spoke some things to me. But when I got here, it was enter into his house with thanksgiving, come into his courts with praise. When we are thankful... For all that God has done, when we look back, we are reminded that He did it once. He will do it again. That's why I'm so thankful for Thanksgiving. Now, it's not just one week a year that we celebrate it. As believers, we can always be thankful. But we reflect back on all the goodness of God. Often we are thankful, but our hearts ache because there's still unanswered questions and prayers that we've submitted to God. These ladies that I just mentioned, they have been praying for months. Right, Philip? Your wife's been praying. You've been praying. She's still struggling with her knee. It's just giving her a fit. Many of you have other things, family members, things that's going on just inside of you. You're thankful, but your heart still ache because there's still unanswered questions in prayer. I want to talk about that today as we're closing out our series. May we be mindful, setting us up here, may we be mindful of those times where we even limit God to allowing Him to work on our behalf. We enter in with thanksgiving. So I want to talk to you today about limiting God. This whole year we've talked about the Holy Spirit. And you may even have this question at times. I still have this question. Seriously, how does this Holy Spirit life work? You know, I, I, it's like I can't get it figured out. Well, we've said this throughout the whole series. You cannot figure out God. He is so majestic and powerful and almighty. His ways are unsearchable, but he has chosen to reveal himself to us. There's a lot that we do know about God. And he says things like this, come to me, be thankful, seek, pray, seek first the kingdom of God. All these things will be added unto you. Uh, you know, I think sometimes when we limit God, we, we forget that whole seek first the kingdom of God part of it, and, and go right into trying to figure it out. We talked about that a little bit last week. We're told, let the Holy Spirit lead you. You know, that sounds creepy and out of touch at times or out of reach at times, but we're told, let the Spirit lead you. It doesn't always seem to work out. At times, have you ever been here? You wonder if God hears us and if He will even act. First of all, God, do you even hear me? Okay, your word says you hear me, but I haven't seen you act at this moment. Nothing is happening. Does it even matter that I pray? 
You ever ask yourself that question? Does it even matter that I pray? Can God help me in this situation because this situation is big? I've prayed about things before and they weren't necessarily so big. But this situation, it's big. God's got all kinds of other people he needs to worry about. My situation, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll get through it. That's not the life that God has called us to, church. It's not. But when we have those questions uh, in our head of why isn't God acting now, those things can arise. When we don't hear God, we can get discouraged and our faith can be shaken. I've heard a lot of people said that. I've heard say that. I've heard those words come out of my mouth as well. My faith has been shaken. It's just it's been shaken in God. We usually look to some far out ways to hear the Spirit of God. And I think we're all guilty of these things. I'm going to list a few things and, and tell me if these sound familiar or not. But when we try to, to hear God, we'll do, we'll do things like the random scripture search method. Like, God, I need an answer and I'm going to open my Bible and that's what you're going to tell me. For God says, I will send an army against Babylon, forcing Babylons to fee, fee, flee. Lord, you're telling me that people are going to come against me? Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when you can open your Bible and God has a word prepared especially for you, okay? I'm talking about when that's the only way we do hear from God. Lord, this is the only way I can hear from you. Is just That can be very dangerous. Now, again, hear me. There are times that God will speak to you just when you open the Bible. You know, What sorrow awaits you to you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> See, it doesn't always work when you do that, but it does work at times, all right? I'm talking about those times when it's just, that's, that's the way you think you have to hear from God. The random scripture search method. God can speak this way, but it shouldn't be the preferred way you hear from the Spirit of God because it's easy to misinterpret and twist scriptures. We've seen that happen. Here's another way, the miraculous event method. Now again, God can speak through miraculous events, but it shouldn't be the preferred way you hear from the Spirit of God. When was the last time anyone saw a burning bush? Moses, right? Now, does God work in miraculous ways and answer questions in miraculous ways? You better believe He does. You hear what I'm saying today? When these are the things that, okay, God, I need this, otherwise I can't hear from you. God will speak this way. Many of us have seen miracles and it's changed the course of our life. And we're thankful for those things. How about this? The coincidence method. You know, it's just it's one of those things that, that was a coincidence. Well, God can speak this way, but it shouldn't be the preferred way you hear the Spirit of God. Sometimes coincidence is just coincidence. Right? But we want to we want to know how to hear from the Spirit of God. Here's a good example that I heard David Platt tell. He said there was this young man, he was roaming the college uh, campuses. We'll just call him Wyatt for the purposes today. Just, oh, hey, Wyatt, I didn't see you sleep in there, college-aged guy. So, Roman, so Wyatt's going down the road, Lord, will I ever find love? A little too close to home, Wyatt. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Wyatt's one of our adopted uh, young men here at the church. We have adopted him into our family, so uh, we love that guy. You feel the love? You feel the love? So he's walking, <laughs> and he's kicking a Sprite can along the way. God, will I ever find love kicking this Sprite can that's on this beautiful campus? And the Sprite can, what color is your Sprite can? It's green, so he's, 
And, and he hears this commotion. He looks up and he sees this group of girls walking toward him. And this one girl matches the color. Her, her, her dress matches the color of that Sprite can. And he thinks, Lord, she's the one. <laughs> what a coincidence. God, you have to be speaking to me in this moment. Well, here's the problem with that. Your theology is built on the fact that someone littered. (laughs) And it's a good thing that Wyatt wasn't kicking a Coke can, otherwise he would have chosen the wrong girl. And then all of the rest of history would have been thrown off. The coincidence method, that's not how we want to hear from God. Wyatt, if you see a girl in a green dress today, it might not be her. But it could be. It could be. <laughs> Poor Wyatt. How about this method? The cast the fleece method. Now, this is in the Bible, okay? While it is in the Bible, though, it actually showed Gideon's lack of faith. Because God had already told him what to do. And he said, okay, God, well, if this is it, then make sure that the fleece has no dew on it and the grass does. The next day, he still didn't believe God because it happened that way. And he says, all right, let the, let the fleece be soaked in dew and the rest of the ground not be soaked in dew. So now, will God, uh, you know, can, can, at times can we say, God, if this happens, if this door's open, da 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 Well, that gets us into our open door, closed door method. Talked about this on Wednesday night. We've talked about it a few times this year. We, we, we want to rely on, God, have you opened or closed a door? Well, how often is a closed door just shut and it's not locked? God says, I want you to take a little effort and walk through this and see what happens. So test and see if the door is locked. I'm talking about ways that we have conditioned ourselves to hear from the Holy Spirit. And yes, God can speak to, those in all of those, speak to us in all of those ways, right? Those things happened in the Bible. We see at times where there's coincidence and, and God is speaking through that. But it's not the only way He speaks. He does speak through His Word. There are times He speaks through other people. We went over this earlier this year. There are times that uh, He speaks through leadership. Uh, sometimes it's a still, small voice in the way He speaks. But then there are times where we haven't heard from God, the random scripture search method doesn't work, the miraculous event method doesn't work, the coincident method doesn't work, casting the fleece method doesn't work, the open door, closed door method, it doesn't seem to work. We still feel like we're hearing nothing from him. We begin to doubt. What I know, what I have come to discover in my life of serving the Lord is without the Holy Spirit, we have nothing. Without the Holy, with the Holy Spirit, we have everything. I've learned that if God is not answering, then I am not to move forward in this particular, in this particular situation. What am I supposed to do next for the Lord? I feel like this season of life that God has me in is over, but I'm not sure where I'm supposed to go next. Always go back to the last thing that God called you to. Just stay there until He moves you. The people in Israel... They did not move until the presence of God went. They stayed in that same sandy area until God said, move. Lord, we're done here. And God said, not just yet. Sometimes we're just to stay. Sometimes just to wait. The real question is, do we limit God and the power of the Holy Spirit? 
their uh, video that we're going to try in just a moment. We're going to just, maybe that was a miraculous fix. But there was a sweet little lady, and um, her and her daughter, I will post this on my Facebook page, by the way, after this service. So when you get home, you can, if you follow me on Facebook, uh, you, can, you can watch it. Mr. Stowe, you can get a Facebook account on your way down to the beach today and pull it up and you can see it in a little bit. <laughs> so you can see that here in just a few moments. But anyway, this lady is doing her morning devotion with her daughter and I, I don't know how old she is. Um, she doesn't say, and so I'm not going to dare to guess, but you can tell that she has served the Lord for a long time just in her wisdom. Hannah, can we see? Just try it. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. All right, come back second service. We're going to try to get this fixed. I'll tell you what she said. She was doing her morning devotion, and doggone those updates. She was doing her morning devotion, and uh, her daughter gets a video camera. Mom, please tell us what you uh, just learned. And um, you know what? I can play the audio. If the internet's strong enough. Can you bear with me just for a moment? That just reminded me that I could do that. Let me see if I can find it. It's well worth it. What's that? Nope, I got it right here. about limiting God. You said some interesting things. Share that with, with everyone. Well, we've all had the experience sometimes it seems like God is so far away. Yeah, internet's not strong enough. Where God is so far away. You ever felt like that? God is just so far away, kind of like the internet connection right now. God is so far away and we can't hear him. Turn with me, if you will, to Psalm 78 in your Bibles. Turn with me to verse 40 uh, in Psalm 78, and I want us to see something. God, God is so far away, and, and here's the point that she was bringing out in her years of life that she served the Lord. Actually, I want to read from the New King James Version, this particular part. It says, how often they provoked him in the wilderness, and they grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again, they tempted God, and they limited the Holy One of Israel they did not remember his power. These are people who were roaming around the desert. They had seen God do amazing, miraculous things. He led them by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. He had given them manna to eat in the desert. He sent quail to them whenever they wanted. They saw the plagues that had happened in Israel. I'm sorry, in Egypt, yes. The Israelites saw what had happened in Egypt. And they forgot God's power. Anybody feeling like, ooh, I've seen God work. This is Thanksgiving week. I look back at my life and I see that 
God did amazing miracles in my life growing up. I told you last week how with mom, you know, growing up, we weren't sure if we were going to have food. We were, we were poor. And somebody just showed up at the door with groceries. We saw God work. Then a few weeks go by and, you know, a few, few actually years go by. And here I am now. I'm having to provide for my family. And there's been times even in our life where, Lord, I'm not sure how you're going to come through. I limited God because I forgot what he did. God, you're not answering now. I'm living in this very moment. When the people grieved God, they limited him on their behalf. God wants to work. He also wants us to exercise patience. They forgot just how powerful he is. Turn with me to Isaiah. Another wonderful uh, part that I want to bring out here. Isaiah chapter 40. Most of you could probably quote at least a portion of this. The people of Israel limited God. Isaiah 40, uh, we'll go to verse 25. This will be in the New Living Translation. We're going to go through verse 31. To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Ask the Holy One. Look up into the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each star by its name. That sounds to me like a powerful God. And here I am sulking in my moment of, God, are you hearing me? Look how powerful he is. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single star is missing. Old Jacob, how can you say that the Lord does not see your troubles? At this moment, she stopped and she said, just put your name in there. Old David, how can you say that the Lord does not see your troubles? Old David, how can you say God ignores your rights? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, creator of all the earth. He never grows weary or weak. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and his strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and they will not faint. This is a people who trust in God. How can you say, Lord, you've forgotten us? How can you say, Lord, you don't see what I'm going through at this moment? What you saw there uh, in verse uh, 30, even youth will become weak and tired. The young men will fail in exhaustion. That's talking about human strength. But it says, but those who wait on the Lord, those who say, Holy Spirit, we see the fullness of this in Acts chapter 2 uh, and throughout the book of Acts and the rest of the New Testament, that those who wait on the Lord gain new strength and new power. And no longer is it of the church of God doing the work of God without the power of God. God, where are you at this moment? You know what? He is right there. He has always been right there. And it may just be a moment that he is waiting for, again, you to recognize, for me to recognize that he is truly all-powerful, that he's ready to answer. Faith rising up, faith building within his people. God, I don't have the answer yet, but I know that you have the answer. I don't know who holds the future. Uh, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds my future. Yeah. 
God created the heavens and the stars. It's a testimony to his power. In those moments, if you can think of nothing else, begin to praise God and thank him for his creation. God, your creation is so... The, uh, one of the meteor things came through, meteor showers, pleiades or something like that. I forgot what it's called. But um, Stasha and myself and the boys were all uh, laying out in our driveway. <laughs> it was kind of cool, just looking up, you know. And we were describing to Stasha, obviously she couldn't see them, but we were describing to Stasha. And Okay, we're out here. Nothing. No meteors going by. Nothing. So we're just waiting. Dad, can we go inside now? <laughs> no, let's just wait a few more minutes. Dad, we don't see any meters. Can we go inside now? No, let's just stay here and just wait, and maybe we'll see something. You know, that night we did finally see three, but we had to wait. The news said that the meteor shower was going to be there because they had studied all these things. You know, God knows about meteor showers and all those things too. But what an example and an illustration that the Lord was speaking to me that, you know, sometimes... There's the waiting process. It's there. You have to have time for your eyes to adjust to the stars in the night sky. You know, we, a few weeks later, had gone to the Outer Banks for our one night in the Outer Banks because the hurricane was coming. But man, we were laying there on the beach, and I thought there were a lot of stars at my house. Get away from all the city lights, and um, we live out in the country, but there's still the light that's there. Um, and just to look up, and I remember laying there thinking, Wow. God is amazing. Amen. He called of those stars out by name. There's a little app on my phone that you can open up, Mr. Stowe. <laughs> and it allows you to see the names of the stars as you point at them. God knows every name of every star, and He calls them out. He knows your situation. He sees where you are, and He will act. Isaiah asked, how can you say that the Lord doesn't see your troubles? But we know He gives, weak, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. It doesn't say the answer is immediate. The question that I heard God asking me this week as I was preparing, and He changed everything. <laughs> Are you satisfied with the strength and power of God until the answer comes? Are you satisfied with God until the answer comes? Lord, you are enough. Amen. Are you satisfied with God and the comfort of the Holy Spirit? I have found that the Holy Spirit brings me such comfort when the answer hasn't come. Can we take just a moment to refocus and to thank God for all he's done? Can you just do that? Just bow your heads. You don't have to close your eyes. Just take a moment, just however, to refocus and thank God for all he's done in your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for your goodness. I'm going to challenge us to do something. I want us to just there be a, a voice rumble just kind of lifting up here. I want you to begin to call out those things that you are thankful for today. Can we just lift up our praise to the Lord? God, we thank you for family. God, we thank you for life. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. 
God, for your provision, for your healing, Lord. God, we thank you for uh, the people that you've placed in our lives who strengthen us, God. The people that you've placed in our life that are our friends, Lord. God, the answers that you give. God, the call that you've placed upon your life for healing, Lord. We're so thankful, God. We're so thankful. While it's easier to focus on what we're lacking at the moment, thankfulness reminds us of all the times that He has come through. He will come through. There's a song that this sweet lady uh, quoted, and I had never heard it before, and I asked some of the people who um, uh, had grown up in the time of hymns, which I, I did. I was, on the, I was in that as well, but I'd never heard this song. Have you ever heard the song, He Giveth More Grace? Anybody? Ever heard that one? You've heard that one? I've never heard it. It's a beautiful thing. It's on your paper there. He giveth more grace when the burdens grow greater. Just kind of look at that as I'm reading because it's um, a lot to take in. He giveth more grace when the burdens grow greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To added afflictions, you ever been there? Are you there right now? <laughs> to added afflictions, he addeth his mercy to multiplied trials, his multiplied peace. When we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed ere the day is half done, when we reach the end of our hoarded resources, our Father's full giving is only begun. Wow. Fear not that thy need shall exceed his provision. That's not, that, somebody needs to hear that. Fear not that thy need shall exceed his provision. Or God ever yearns his resource, or, or our God, I'm sorry, our God ever yearns his resources to share. Lean hard on the arm everlasting, availing. The Father both thee and thy load will upbear. He'll uphold you in what you're carrying. His love has no limits. His grace has no measure. His power no boundary known unto men. For out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth again. God has been so good to us. He is there. He has given us His Holy Spirit. He's given us Jesus. Next week, we begin our Christmas um, series. I'm so looking forward to it. Next Sunday, when you come in, the platform will look a little bit different. Um, of course, the platform, we've got so many musicians now, and, and I'm so thankful for that. We may have to wear Christmas lights, Melody. Flashing Christmas lights. <laughs> so this, this will look different up here. We celebrate the Holy Spirit. We, we celebrate Jesus coming. He's with us. Emmanuel. This week, can we be thankful? And I'm, I, we, uh, You hear what I'm saying. We are a thankful people, but just even be more mindful. If you are going through an extremely difficult time right now or questions that you have have not been answered, take this week to just be thankful. 
God, I've seen you work in the past. And wait and be patient for the answers to come because they will. How can you say, O Israel, how can you say, O David, that God has not heard you? Lord, I know that you've heard me. And with anticipation, I'm waiting for the answer. But until then, I am satisfied in you. Amen? Can we stand this morning? We've told God the things that we are thankful for. Maybe it was just the tip of the iceberg. But I want us to lift up praise and a clap offering and thanksgiving. God, we thank you this morning for your goodness to us. God, you have been so good to us, Lord. God is good. His presence is here. I'm going to ask Dean and Rachel to be up front. Um, You're in a place, you may be in a place, I should say now, where this describes you. My faith is wavering just a little bit, maybe a lot of bit. (laughs) This is where we have the people of God, the family of God that we can agree in prayer with. Um, Dean and Rachel will be available. Uh, you Also, you can turn to your neighbor and say, well, will you agree with me? I'm kind of struggling right now. Um, but Dean and Rachel are right here. They'll pray for you. People filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Stasha and I love you so much. Um, she's back with the kids. I think she's going to come up so she can hug you as well on the way out. Or fist bump, whatever your preferred method of greeting is. Um, but will you guys pray for us and... God is good. Have a great Thanksgiving.